nothing to watch on TV. That's why you're listening to Barrett's Talk on DVRadio.net. WDVR. This ain't reality TV! It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal! It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Well, isn't that special? Bloody... Don't you think you should rephrase that? Mom, mama said, my mama said, mama said that. My mom. Good day, sir! Now class is dismissed, gentlemen. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. So you've had cold water shot up your ass? You don't know nothing. You don't know living, buddy. After that phone call, I was just thinking you're a few fries short of a happy meal. You gotta stay in to get it. You gotta pick a harder target. And she's back with food in her mouth. Hopefully that'll keep her busy. I really don't have anything. Look, how would you like to be related to some bona fide white people? Look, I dig it. All black people sound alike when they get excited. Shut up. <laughs> Family. I get it up faster than TV6 can. Then he lied to you. I thought it sucked. I pushed the button. You don't push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, everybody, this is DVRadio.net, where we are the professional unprofessionals at being professional by being the No, this is the fucking news. You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. That is how it is on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's very so live. You listen to this old podcast because that's how podcasts work. We record it live. Then you listen to it on a recording and it's a podcast and it's no longer live. So you can't be listening to us live. And but, it's edited and it's got good sounds and stuff in it. <laughs> but it's the first show in like almost a month. I think it's been like three weeks. So uh, December 4th, 2021. It's the first week of December so I guess that's good uh, I didn't die so uh, I'll take that with what it's worth if, if it's good it's good if it's bad fuck you I don't give a shit um, I'm Boulder Wood we got Mr. Piggy Pig himself oink and whoop, whoop. and the the marine himself the sergeant war dog who's still muted which means he's not back to his desk yet so Whenever he gets back, he'll unmute and he'll be like, what's up, man? Just had to give me a hit of acid. So, <laughs> had to give me some smiley faces. He's not sure, damn it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, um, just for those who didn't know, uh, we had some fucking sickness. Down with the sickness. As Oink put up, I was like, you dick back. But I found it fucking hilarious all at the same time. So tells you how much we love one another. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, in, in all seriousness, we were really sick here at my house. Um, no clue what it was. I ended up going to the ER. That was great. That was fun because, you know, a hospital visit is always wonderful. The VA will not pay for it, so it'll be coming out of my pocket, and that'll probably be like $30,000 because I had a CAT scan, so there goes that. Yep. Um, but uh, my mom and I survived, so I'd rather her survive than me. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we're we're okay. We still got the hacking and the coughing, but uh, it's, it's mainly just congestion and that that type of bullshit but other than that you know we're here yeah i think mine was mine was right before thanksgiving is when that happened wasn't it oh uh, yeah i don't remember uh, shit yeah that's when ours started um and and was at its worst uh 
I ate a little bit on Thanksgiving. Really didn't give a fuck to eat. I, I, I didn't. I was like, I'm not hungry. I don't want nothing. But uh, my mom was like, here's some turkey. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> but uh, I ate a little bit. That was one of the first things I ate after I got sick was that. Um, didn't eat a whole lot, you know, for like two weeks. <laughs> and so that sucked. Um, but uh, yeah, we're uh, we're okay. Um, Google is not on tonight cause she's not feeling well. Hopefully she's not dying. She said it wasn't the rid. I said the rid. Yep. I said the rid. The COVID. Not the Rona. Yeah. <laughs> the cor- Corona. Coro- Coro- Co- I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to call it anymore. Um, call it horse shit. what you call it. Exactly. It is, <laughs> it is horse shit. <laughs> there he is. There's your dog. <laughs> Thought I heard him <laughs> snickering in the background. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Real good to all. Uh, I hear you again, man. I don't know how happy it makes me. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I really don't know what we had. We're presuming it was a flu strain. Cause it it the last time I felt like that, I was in Iraq and they gave us the H1N1 vaccine because you know, let's give it to our soldiers before we do anybody else and test it out. Um right. And uh grown man was with me. He's attested to it before. The entire cop was sick for two weeks straight and we all wanted to fucking die. We really prayed that a mortar would just land on our cop and just call quits. <laughs> <laughs> it was that fucking bad. And that's how I felt this time. So I was like, I think it's a flea strain. But uh they didn't know what the fuck it was. Um, they were like, he 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 doesn't seem to have any bad things. So I, I'm guessing they tested us or tested me for everything else. I don't know. Um, they took a lot of blood. They done a CAT scan, and uh, like I said, I'm gonna have a, like a thirty forty thousand dollar fucking hospital bill. So <laughs> yeah, my shirt to the ER was about the, like I said twelve grand, and I think Tricare paid like eight hundred bucks. Right. Um, <laughs> Gotta love it. Yep. Fuck yeah. that shit, man. Seriously, dude. And the VA is not going to pay for any of mine because they'll say it wasn't an emergency. Just like they done my right. appendix and gallbladder. They said both of those weren't fucking emergency <laughs> surgeries. I'm like, bitch, I could have fucking died. You fucking yep. slut. Like, <laughs> um, Amazing, huh? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Google's not on because she's not feeling good. So hopefully she uh, gets back uh, on their feet. Well, she is on her feet, but you know what I mean. Hopefully, she gets back to doing her thing uh, sooner, uh, later, rather than later. Uh, I'm presuming DV6 is near there or there. I don't know. I've not talked to him today. Uh, it's funny because uh, Oink asked me about three minutes after my mom asked me if he had made it back to New Hampshire today. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he uh, he stayed here for week and a half almost two weeks this time um not that he stayed at my house he was fucking gone 90 percent of the time because that's how db6 works uh but he loves being here go figure that one out i love being at your house because nobody messes with me but but he's not here more than like a day altogether when he is here so <laughs> um i felt i felt horrible though he got here and i was basically dying I don't even remember him coming in my room. He was like, I came in, you were in the fetal position. I knew something was wrong. I was like, I'm sorry. 
Because <laughs> I, yeah, I shot him a message once, uh, just asking to update his status. Since you know, oh, I know you haven't yeah. been on social media in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> like all week, it's, dude. No shit. So this is how that went down, right? Like I go, I'm not gonna be on here for a while. You better have a way to contact me if you want to. Like a day later, I am fucking dying, like fucking dying, and I am. I was like. No text messages, no tablet. I turned everything off. I think I had the TV on long enough for me to like zone the fuck out. Not really go to sleep, but zone out. And that's it. Like there was nothing on in my room the entire. I don't remember turning on lights. Nothing. Like <laughs> That's how out of it I was, dude. When shit hits me, it fucking hits me. Like, fuck this world. I'm done. <laughs> Let me away. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, hey, that's about my everyday attitude right there. Oh, shit. That's that PTSD, <laughs> uh, dysfunctional veteran type of theme shit, right? And that's, doesn't that describe us well? It exactly does. what you just said? It, it, that's I, the DV nature right there. It, it really is. I mean, so I've got an aunt. Um, I've talked about her here on, on the show before. When she gets sick, dude, the phone rings off the hook nonstop. She's one of those people that likes to talk when she's sick. <laughs> Which I'm, is not a good combination for us, huh? <laughs> dude, I'm not one of those people. Like, if I'm sick, leave me the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. Bring me something to drink. Be there if I need you. But leave me the fuck alone otherwise. Like, I don't. <laughs> nothing. Like, put me in a straight jacket. And I'll be fucking happy. <laughs> Put me in a padded cell. I will be fucking on cloud nine when I'm sick. Like, Speaking of which, I, I can relate to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a dude. The last three weeks have been one more thing. I don't know. Um, if you guys have emailed us or, or anything uh, before. I basically said I'm alive post that that post. And I think some of y'all took that a little too heartening as in I feel this so much. And I know where you guys are coming from. So I want to apologize for those that thought like I was on like some suicidal tendencies because I wasn't by any fucking means. Um, if you were or if you are, please reach out to somebody. Objectivezero.org, uh, Objectivezero on your mobile device. Uh, battle in distress, reach out to a brother, sister, somebody you can, you, you feel comfortable talking to. Um, I, I do apologize if you guys got that vibe. That is not where that came from. It was, it was a tongue in cheek joke. Um, I just, I didn't know, I didn't have anything clever to say. And I was, I'm still in that recuperating stage. Cause when it hits me, anything sickness wise, it fucking hits me. Um, so that was the most clever thing I could come up with. <laughs> so I posted it and then I seen what people were saying. I was like, oh, I should have thought that one through more. <laughs> um, oops. So, so if, like I said, if you, if you're going down a dark tunnel or you have any, you know, sideways thoughts or anything, reach out to somebody, anybody, I don't care who it is, call somebody up, text message them. Fuck video conference 15 people if you don't want to just talk to one person. Um, Discord. We have a Discord server. Uh, I don't know if Oink can grab that link or not because if I do, it'll make my microphone pop and crack because thank you, voice meter. Um, but uh, hey, Can I make one quick, uh, yeah, one quick point here? Always. All right, now. 
Social avoidance is a symptom of PTSD. I've heard this, yes. No one heard, right? So at that moment and the way you were, uh, you said you felt when, uh, you know, when you were sick, you get that moment of fuck everything, Mm -hmm. just as you said, right? And that's normal, uh, I don't know, say for uh, PTSD mode or uh, as a dysfunctional veteran mode, right? Mm -hmm. But um, the... (laughs) Describe to them what it's like when you know when I get bad and, and you can't reach me on anything. Let me explain online. to you. No, 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 no. He's he's being, he's being modest. And I don't do it on purpose. It's just I'm part of who I you know, when you got when you ghost, you are a ghost, all right? Yeah. And that's all to the max. Well, well I mean, it, it was the same with me this last three weeks. Everybody was getting their information from my mom. Like everything. Recoil, Google six oink everybody got their information from my mom and it would if i knew more people in sergeant war dog's life i would be hitting them all up when he fell off the fucking face <laughs> there because there for what was it three months none of us knew what the fuck with sergeant war dog was like maybe he's just gone like not in a bad way but maybe he just needs some time and that's basically what it was but at the same time we were like dude he's not answering anybody <laughs> like like does he hate us did we do something wrong but knowing war dog the way we do it was like yeah he needed to get the fuck away like it was just it's one of those things like and we talked about this with uh marriages and, and, and relationships in general sometimes you need to get away from the other person your loved one because you need your space right like we all need space we're all humans um it's like when this room was built within the first week, I let me, I can't tell you how many people said, are you bored yet? Are you bored? No motherfucker. Like this is me. I love being alone. Like I, I do my best work alone. Like, <laughs> like if you seen me in the living room when I lived in there, it was very rare that I didn't have my headphones on just so I could zone everything out. Whether people were here or not, I had my headphones on. Um, and as War Dog said, it is part PTSD, it's part DV, it's part, I think it's part soldier. I really do. Um, we all work great as a team, but there is a moment in our mental makeup, in our, in our chemical balancing, where... We just have to be alone. I don't care how great our lives are, how much money we got, how great of a health we are in. We got to be alone, right? Because eventually you're going to lose your motherfucking mind with somebody. <laughs> like, Damn, I'm skipping. <laughs> I mean, war dog attached to it. Cuckoo, cu- cuckoo nest. Like you, you end up in that fucking nut war, man, because <laughs> you need to be alone for a minute. Like, <laughs> um, but no, it, it is, it's, it's, it's part PTSD. It's, it's part mental makeup. It's part chemical makeup. It's part, like I said, I, I think a lot of it too is, is us just as soldiers in the way that we're, we're wired, you know, uh, DNA wired, not, not necessarily, uh, mental state. Um, and it's not a bad thing. It really isn't. Um, there is a point at which can be concerning, I guess. Um, when you start shutting everybody off consistently for very long periods of time, like 
almost a year, which I've done. Um, but I was in a bad mental state then. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, I, I've see, I see more soldiers in law enforcement, uh, nurses, people on those types of things that do that more than, uh, any other community and society. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're definitely right. And not you know, I, I look back on my on my childhood, and until my brother was born, I was the only child. So, like, other than being around my cousin, it was always me. So I had to use my imagination a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think it stems a lot from that too. You know, wanting to be alone, that that need to it. Like, you've heard some artists like they're better creating when they're tripping and I don't mean tripping in a bad way, but they're high on weed and they're just, they're, they're they've blocked everything out except what they're, they're working on. Right. So that's their best creative uh, moment. Their creative outlet. Mine is being alone. If I am around too many people, I'm fucked. I creatively, I can't do shit. <laughs> Bro, you don't need to explain it. That's why you have the t-shirt. I know. Functional veteran, leave me alone. I promise you that is what drew me into this organization like six or eight years ago when I first saw, uh, you know, these types of uh, themes and the logos. And eventually I started buying the clothes too, man, so that motherfuckers knew straight up, right? Stand in line behind me, right? For whatever reason, do not bother me. If the sky's falling, do not bother me. Oh, that reminds me. My shirt says, I'm a dysfunctional veteran and leave me the fuck alone. alone. Everything you just said is already summed up in the, you know, in the the shirt shirt and all the other merch that we have that, you know, describes who we are. Right. Dysfunctional veterans. So you are doing exactly what we are, bro. Well, let me ask you this. I, I know I made an article about it when it came out, um, but there was a, was he a major? I think he was a major Air Force um, that had the dysfunctional veteran stuff. And this isn't our stuff, but it's stuff that people have made that says DV and all that. He had that removed from the PX because that's what causes suicide. That was his exact words. And I I took that personally and I made a long article about it and I invited him on the show to talk about it because I wanted to, I wanted to know why the fuck jokes and dark humor is the reason to suicide in his mind. To you, is that a part of going down a dark mental pathway? Is that a bad thing or is that joke? Leave me alone or stay back a hundred feet or, uh, I, uh, warning DV medicated or, or anything like that, that, you know, the DV jokes that we all do 99% of the time. <laughs> if you'd seen that and you didn't know who we were, would you be like, Oh man, that's why people always fucking want to kill themselves is how, how do you take those jokes? If you didn't know who we were. I've always found them to be an actual conversation starter. Because I've yeah. had a couple of older veterans, you know, Vietnam veterans come up and be like, that's exactly how I feel. And, you know, and that's, yeah. that, that, it just started the conversation there. You know what I'm saying? Because they right. felt the exact same way, but didn't, you know, have anything during their time out there with that stuff on there. 
So that's like, to me, it's always been a conversation starter. Right. What about I, you, I, uh, But Before you knew who we were. Yeah, before I knew who you were, it really helped me to identify with myself as far as uh, anyone who, from uh, any branch who in any way felt that, you know, uh, their service left them, you know, just a little somehow different change for, for better, for worse, in large ways or small, but in a way that you know that, you know, you're, you're not as sharp or as something as you were. So uh, it's, but it's okay because there's a whole crew of us, or, you know, a whole millions, you know, millions mm-hmm. and millions of us who are also veterans who feel the same way. And we feel that, yeah, we're, you know, we're veterans, but we're, at, we're really, we identify as being dysfunctional for whatever reason we have. And uh, we're okay with that, man. God damn it. <laughs> we're okay with that identity. We embrace it. That is our good space to be in. We are comfortable in our skin and fuck the world. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I, you know, when I first got with DD, I think a lot of people had that, had that thought. It's just a joke, but it's also a community that knows just because you're different and because you think a certain way or because you act a certain way, you're not a bad person as perceived by society. And then we started getting the, um, for lack of a better term, bro vets or super vets, whatever you want to call them. Um, uh, John Cock, uh, Burke, for example, uh, you know, mm. being with us one day and then the next day, I don't understand dysfunctional veterans. It's such a bad name for veterans. Like, okay, you were on the show praising <laughs> us one night. The next night, you absolutely hate us. Like, where's the disconnect? Um, and I think that's where a lot of people fail to understand because they don't know, number one, the history of DV. It, it was made as a joke, an inside joke. And a community as we've said for like-minded veterans to come together. Cause I don't know too many veterans that are PC, even chaplains. Dude, I know a chaplain. Mm-hmm. There is a chaplain. I know that would make fucking George Carlin look like a saint. <laughs> a, a chap, like he is so religious. It's crazy, but you get him around two veterans, one veteran and motherfucker. Shit. George Carlin was like a goddamn Sesame Street Muppet. That's yep. how fucking and or our good buddy, our good buddy Brad Borders from Popper Hard Homes. <laughs> you know, he was he's a chaplain or was a chaplain when he was yep. in. And the night that we had PTS dog on, he's talking about his ex-wife, you know, and, and, and dog, he's just going to town, right? Yeah. So me and Brad are texting back and forth. I was like, man, sorry about all this, you know, just just to cover our bases. He's like, no, he goes, it's good for veterans to get out there and invent and, and talk to one another. He goes, I have no problems with that. So that tells you right there that we yep. we're all fucking little yeah. fucked up sometimes. Yeah. Um and and, I, and that that sort of it sort of saddens me to see some of these veterans that again, lack of a better term, drink Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have some bad eggs around. We all do. Every community does. I don't care if it's veterans, paramedics, firefighters. We all have some asshole some dick face uh, within the ranks. Um, But at the end of the day, the majority of us, we understand the dark humor. We understand 
the need for certain things. We understand um, the pers- not really persona, but the personality of another. I mean, I think most of us can identify prior service, whether they're veteran combat veteran or not on a fucking street, whether it's the clothes they wear, the way they walk, the way they talk, the haircut they got nine times out of 10. You're like, yep, that <laughs> motherfucker served. I know. Like, like you ain't even got to fucking talk to me. Like, you know, automatically, um, we were Usually talking about what's up fucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dead giveaway. We, we were talking about the shirts earlier. I was at my, uh, GI, my gastroenterologist, uh, been like three or four years ago my old one and uh i'm always in a wheelchair so it's rare that anybody can read my shirt but my back was killing me this day so i scooted forward and leaned forward a little bit and this old woman i swear to you she had to be 80 some fucking years old probably older she comes up behind me first off don't fucking come up behind me if i ever see you in public don't fucking do that um, but, but she that's was, for most veterans for that matter. Yeah. Um, I let it slide because she was an old lady and I knew she was the only person behind me. Um, but she comes up behind me and grabs my shoulder and she went, sweetheart, I absolutely love that t-shirt. I wish I had one for my husband, but he passed a few years ago. He just loved that. And I was like, I didn't know what to say. Like, what do you say to an 80-year-old elderly lady who's praising a shirt that's basically fuck off? That's basically what our shirt said. Exactly. Like, I didn't know what to say, but at the same time, it was humbling because here's an 80-some-year-old woman who was probably served and her husband had served, and she fucking loved that T-shirt. And I was like, (laughs) this is what this is meant for, you know? Like, it's these... It's these moments. It's not necessarily because there was an article that came out about us a few years ago, which is fucking laughable, um, talking about how bad these shirts were. Do you want people to stay away or do you want them to talk about the shirt? Which is it? Like, if you have to question that, you're the reason I'm wearing that shirt. I'll just put it out there. Um, But um, here's your sign. Right. Right. Like Oink said, it's it's a conversation starter. Like War Dog said, it's it's a conversation starter. But leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) And normally it's going to draw out those other veterans. You know what I'm saying? And and those, you know, civilians that are all triggered all the time walking around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Keep some fuckers away. First of all, thank God. Exactly. I don't like talking to them anyway. Uh, but well, your true veterans that served are going to come up to you. Hey man, nice shirt. Yep. Or, hey, I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> it's like the, uh, the, the killing veterans shirt, the VA shirt we had, we had bumper stickers mm-hmm. there for a while. And before we changed, uh, the doors and widened the doors, we had a screen door, excuse me. And my mom had put that bumper sticker on the front door and my VA nurse comes in one day. And anytime <laughs> we would add something to the door, she would stand there and read it. So she reads it one day. And she's not even got the door open. And I hear the. <laughs> she's a black lady. So her cackle is fucking loud. And it was so great because I was like, it's, it's, it's the VA thing. Mama. She's going to she's going to say something about it. Opens the door and she went, that's so true. I was like, I love you so fucking much that you understand what that is. She went, I love it. I love it so much. And I was like, 
I was like, we got shirts too. She went, really? <laughs> She's been my nurse since hey. I've been at the VA. And her and my psych, those two with the humor that we have, they understand it. And they're both civilians. And I'm like, this is why we do this. Because they get a kick out of all the stupid shit we do. But she's seen that Bo, and her cackle was please. great. Bo, one second. I, you, you just mentioned that, right? You said, uh, you mentioned she was, uh, she's black, she's African-American. Mm. I need to let you know how well these shirts stick out and explain, self-explain themselves in my demographic, in the black community, god damn it. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> now listen, one time, yeah, we had that show where I was like, you don't need to hear from my black ass. But for this one, you do need to hear from my black ass that when you see a motherfucker wearing a shirt that says dysfunctional veteran, leave me alone, or just the big letters on the back of his whole goddamn back, leave me alone. <laughs> motherfuckers in the hood know what that means, bro. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, motherfuckers from East, West, North, South, whatever gang, whatever skin color you claim, or uh, whatever, hey. Leave that motherfucker alone right there, man. He probably been over there where there was non Iraq, I guess. And he probably will fuck you up. So he give you a, a personal warning, right? That he's a one, he's a good homie, he's a good person. But if you get wrong and bring the drama, he is gonna lay you down. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, I'm just that I'm mean, that's not racist, that's not anything, but I hate it. I, I wear that to the hood. I never have a problem ever, man. It's already just like Damn, why nobody ain't talking to me? <laughs> oh, shit, I am wearing this shirt. So leave me the fuck alone, huh? So, you know, it's it's it's, it's uh, easily motherfucking... So, um, so it's one of those crazy eye things. Like, if you see the crazy eyes, you leave that motherfucker alone. Is that what you're saying? Like, <laughs> well, it's, not, it's not the crazy eye, actually, because, you know, in, in today's society, you know all uh, the themes of T-shirts and the yeah, weird shit yeah, that's yeah, on yeah. them and... Hell, uh, I was looking at, uh, you know, uh, Takashi 69 the clothes he used to wear, he used to say shit like, suck my dick, and I'm a, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, this generation nowadays will bosh whatever, so... Whatever, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, well, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So the fact that we actually have something that resonates with us and resonates with millions of us, as we know with, you know, our show, the, uh, the merch, everything else... Uh, it's funny you say that though, yeah. War Dog, because when I made the DV Radio uh, logo shirts with uh, the fingers on them, you know how many people were like, "I would wear that, but I I don't want to have the fingers on it." And I was like, "What? <laughs> like, excuse me? Like, you do know who you're buying from, right? Like, this isn't fucking Sesame Street Baby Gap shit. Like, this is DV Radio. <laughs> like, like." I'm not selling you Mary uh, Martha Stewart, Mary Kay shit. Like this is dysfunctional fucking veterans. Like what did you expect? Like a blurred out fucking penis or something? Like no, no, we we don't censor shit. All right, like I can't tell you how many people said that though. Like I was like, you seriously don't want a shirt with fucking middle fingers on it? I I I was I was aghast. Like. <laughs> That's, can I identify, let's say identify for one second. You remember growing up how at one time it was like uh, seen as a, 
I don't know, a quiet sort of thing to say, oh, you're a nerd or this, mm-hmm. or this or that. And then eventually it became into, no, it's something to embrace. Yeah, we actually had businesses like, yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah, I'm a geek. Actually, the business became what? Geek Squad. And yep. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the same thing, the, the way uh, something might have been, you know, looked down on in one generation or a few years back, these following generations, man, they get it. They're like, you know, whether these guys are old guys or young guys, I mean, my uh, my hope is that even guys, as soon as they come off uh, active duty or retirement, they start to feel the, the flow of this type of, uh, you know, uh, dark humor and just the camaraderie that we have here after yeah. serving the country. And then, you know, making that transition here into the civilian uh, and civilian I, that uh, is- world. That is one thing I've got to give to some of these quote unquote millennials. Um, they're not all bad kids. They really aren't. I've seen some that I'm just like, why can't your entire generation be like that? <laughs> like <laughs> they, some of these kids have pushed the line to the point where it's like, this is George Carlin and Howard Stern, early seventies, eighties shit, like pushing, pushing that boundary, you know? Um, and then sadly you have enough that are getting seen that are getting recognized. We need to stop this. Dave Chappelle made an Asian joke. That's bad. Oh God. He said something about transgenders. God, don't my fucking vagina's got sand in it. Like, no, calm the fuck down, clean your little fucking sandy vagina and fucking laugh. Cause we need it. We need to fucking laugh. <laughs> like, yeah, man. This is um, uh, you know, this is December of uh, 2021. So we're going into 2022, man. And it's like, like you said, uh, we're not back in the you know the 80s, 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s rules and regulations and uh, perspectives we had on the military or while we were in the military. I mean, different people, um, different. Um, but I feel like we're slowly going back to that, right? Like with all this censorship, like. I oh, mean, okay, okay, I got you. I just meant inclusion. I'm sorry. No, no, you're no, you're you're completely right. I think inclusion-wise, we're on the right track in some ways. Um, but on that same token, I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but I think we're being a little I don't want to say too inclusive because it's it's not that. It's the fact that too catering. Does that make sense? Like we're way too catering and like it's like when you make a law, if you make a law, yeah, you're going to help one person, but you're also going to hurt 15 other people. Right. And I, I feel like it's loaded in that way or I don't see it that as, well. You know what I mean, it's not zero sum or one person, one side's got to be fucked up while the other takes. So I don't, I don't feel it that way from my, my perspective. Well, I, I'm not saying as in like our perspective, but as a oh, whole, okay, right? Like, no, no, you're gotcha, good. You're gotcha. good. Um, because like, how do I want to explain this? Like, well, I mean, that's, that's actually the best way I can explain it. You make a law off the whim, right? Like say, let's add another gun law. Okay. Just for sake of argument, let's add another gun law. I don't know how many people that are listening have actually tried to buy a fucking gun in the last two decades, but it's not fucking easy if you do it legally. When I say legally, I mean, go to a store and buy a fucking gun, buy a gun offline. It's really fucking hard to legally buy a fucking gun. I bought, uh, I can't remember the actual rifles, but if you watch, uh, what is it? Uh, enemy at the gate. 
with the two snipers. I bought those two rifles. I own those two rifles. They're original rifles. They do not fire. They're antiques at this point. That's what they're classified as. To buy those two fucking rifles, the shit that I had to go through, the fact that I even had to send them to a gun shop in Malinary and then had to sign off on it and then had to have a fucking waiting period for antique fucking rifles, not even fucking rifles that fire. What the fuck? <laughs> now add another gun law and it's going to take me twice as long to get that fucking gun. But then you got Joe Schmo over here. Oh, yeah. We passed another gun law. Gun safety. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yes, it's good to do certain things, but I think that we do it on such a whim today and get on these bandwagons so fucking quickly that we don't recognize the consequences for others. Um, I think Chicago is a prime example of that. Nope, I mean, yep. look at all the gun laws there in Chicago, <laughs> but yet criminals don't have to follow those laws. And that's mm-hmm. why there is so many damn right. shootings. Right. Well, it's like, um, uh, this really pissed me off. I had seen where they had mentioned, uh, today is national disability or international disability day where you recognize people with disabilities. Um, and I was, I had reposted it and I said, you want to talk about equality? Let me tell you about fucking equality. Go to a mall right now. Sit your ass in a wheelchair and go up the closest ramp to the next floor. Go ahead. Go do it. You're going to be so fucking tired. It's going to take you about half an hour to get up that fucking 45 degree 100 foot ramp. It don't sound far. It don't. But let me tell you, when you're disabled pushing yourself up a goddamn motherfucking ramp that's 100 foot long at a 45 fucking degree angle that's some tiresome fucking shit go to your local fucking store that has steps in it that doesn't have a ramp you can't because you're fucking disabled in a goddamn fucking wheelchair but let me tell you fucking man area can spend 1.5 million fucking dollars to put goddamn overhead power lines underground because we're gonna keep historic downtown man area like go fuck yourselves but we can't give eighty thousand dollars to the fucking homeless shelter to add on a fucking extension for eight more beds that's how fucking politics works <laughs> and that's not a lie because i got trolled or i got called a troll on the fucking boundary historic downtown fucking facebook a few years ago for that because i i said why the fuck i didn't say fuck i was i was really pc i said why are you spending millions of dollars on this but you couldn't spend a few grand on this one that will actually help people and one that will just i don't know bring you money in 10 years because that's what it was. And, and that was their justification that, you know, putting the power lines underground will add to the visionary blah, blah, whatever the bullshit is. And then over the next 10 years, the businesses make so much, excuse me, money out of this, excuse me, investment. But 80 grand, I'm not joking. It was 80 grand at the time to add an extension onto the homeless shelter for it was eight or 10 beds. They couldn't afford it. That was their exact words. But they could spend $1.5 million on the power lines. That's, that's the political... That's the political temperament we live in today. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a laugh there when you were talking about going up the ramp because it reminds me of my trip back there this past summer. Oh, I actually, yeah. <laughs> that, 
<laughs> paid somebody to get me around from gate to gate because I wasn't moving too well. And they had to pick the smallest Asian guy to push my fat ass around. And this motherfucker on that first ramp takes off in a dead sprint. And he goes and he gets it's like the little engine it could. By the time he reached the top of that motherfucker, we were going about crawling speed, man. Sounds like my mom, <laughs> dude. There, yeah, he's back there huffing and fucking puffing. <laughs> the next one we couldn't go fast because there's too many people. So he's just, I mean, he's digging in like like it was a fucking pushing the sled competition at football <laughs> drills or something, man. <laughs> You've been to my house. Oh, right? That's a good. Oh yeah, that's a good example. You've been to my house mm-hmm. since I've had this room built. The ramp out here, it's not too steep, but it's not too flat either. It's no nope. pretty perfect. It, it'd be a fucking arm workout. That's for damn sure. Right. Not gonna lie. Um. For my mom, this is the this, the fucking aluminum one in front of the house. Fuck that bitch. Fuck <laughs> that bitch. Dude, so the VA, when I first got like this, they got me a ramp. Nice, big ass motherfucking ramp. Let me ask on This bitch is yep. fucking huge. Like, you have to basically pack you two meals and have a pit stop <laughs> up and down this motherfucker to get in it's the visible house. from the fucking International Space Station. It's on Google fucking maps. That's how big this bitch is. So when we built this room, it had like you have to follow the VA's minimum requirements. And he was like, if I follow this, you're going to have one long ass fucking ramp and it's going to be really steep. Can I do it to my... Uh, requirements. So I was like, as long as you can pass, you know, the VA bullshit, go for it. He did. I can't thank him enough because every other fucking ramp we go to out in the city is a motherfucking goddamn aluminum ramp in front of my house. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is the worst thing ever. Um, and I, I don't know. It just really pisses me off. It like. I see people talking about equality and then I'm like, motherfucker, shut the fuck up about equality. Like, <laughs> like, you don't know what equality is in this day and time. Like 20, 30 years ago, I would be on your side. But today, no. Like get Morgan Freeman up here to talk about some fucking equality. <laughs> then you can shut the fuck up. Like, I hate that shit. It bothers me so much. Like, and I don't want to get, you know, into a racist rant or anything, but we've all talked about it. Racism is going to happen. I don't care what kind of world we could live in fucking utopia racism is going to happen but it certainly isn't 1960s 70s 80s racism in 2021 nowhere near it i don't care who you are we can fight about it it's not that bad it's bad behind closed doors but it's not what they show on the media (laughs) i remember actually there were riots when i was little that's how bad it used to be I've not seen a race riot in quite a long time. Like, like a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you two guys out, but I haven't seen, I seen one when I was little, it was pretty bad. But since then, I've not seen one. And I, I live in, in the Bible belt. So (laughs) I think, I I think if anybody was going to see it, it would be war dog or myself. Cause in this part of the South, it used to be really bad. I mean, bad. Um, I don't know if War Dog, you know, if you seen any of that when when you were little, but it, it used to be bad around here. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. But it's not that bad today. I don't, I don't feel like. I mean, I might be wrong, 
I don't know, but I mean, I grew up with, we literally had a black lady next door that was like our, our second grandma, like grandma Darlene, loved that woman to death. She actually seen my mom not too long ago. She's like, how's Bo doing? Mom was like, well, what happened was, um, but yeah, her whole family was great. She had a, I, I don't know if her daughter's still living or not. Cause she had a lot of medical complications. Um, her oldest son, I think was my cousin's age and her youngest son was a few years younger than me. And he had a, a, a speech impediment, but dude, we played together like every day. Like it, it was the best thing ever, you know, like. That's how it was. I, I don't know if you guys know who Theo Vaughn is, but, but he talks about we had white poor people and black poor people on the same street, but different sides of the street. <laughs> and that's how it was when I was little. Like we had white pe- poor people and black poor people in the same neighborhood on the opposite sides of the street. Like that's how it was. <laughs> but we didn't see color. We just seen friends. Like that's how it was. Like, <laughs> yep. Oh me. Oh my. So, Wardog, how the fuck you been? Like I said, it's been about a month since we've been on here and you know, a lot of shit's happened. I'm 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 presuming how how you been, how's your family, how's things been going down in Florida, as some people say. Oh, I've been chilling, man, been chilling. Um haven't been off grid yet, but I do have plans and intentions now on going. Um I actually we, uh, we did make plans to go, but had to uh, cancel at the last minute. So uh, I will be beginning to uh, head off grid again to uh, camp, shoot, clear my head. Um, you know, just basically feel like a grunt again, man. Feel like a you know a true dysfunctional veteran, <laughs> uh, the true uh, DV that I am. Um, I am also about ready now to find some things to talk about for new. Uh, New episodes on uh, my personal podcast, man, the War Dog Trail. Okay, so uh, I'm, I have a lot of ideas there. Um, I got uh, uh, something. Something's got the steam rolling in me the last few weeks to uh, finally get uh, Camp Doghouse up and running as an official nonprofit, and to stop talking about it. <laughs> but to finally, I mean, the, I've always had the land these last few years, but I'm tired of you know constantly. <laughs> damn, you know, what if and could be. And, you know, I, I just have this goal in mind, man, that if, you know, for, before I pass away, if I could just help one veteran man who's been through some weird shit, if I could just help one of them to, you know, no, no longer be homeless or some way change them for the better to know, like, hey, if a motherfucker like War Dog can still be standing after five trips to the psych ward and, <laughs> you know, all the trips or whatever, tours and uh service just like they had yeah they can stand up too and um that that's really uh really where my head's at man into that whole you know like legacy kind of thing i i want camp doghouse to stand man the same way that uh the dv farm stands and has its own legacy man i i I really want to do something with this land i have down here and uh and uh osceola uh, county florida before you know for my time's up but um there's that yeah so there's uh just a bunch of ideas man since we've uh not been on air that uh, i really want to you know get the juices flowing on as far as creativity and um also man just a major shout out to each and every one of the nonprofits that exist 
uh, for veterans, man. I mean, the, um, I see, you know, so many different causes and those that offer things and uh, especially those that offer, you know, like inpatient, uh, like PTSD or uh, inpatient therapy, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I came across one yesterday that was like, that offers like a six month inpatient program. I mean, if that's not hardcore and intense to you and like, you know, for like free and helpful for a veteran, I don't know what what is, man. But um, the same as all the organizations, you know, that we mentioned here over the years. I mean, I, I'm so proud of and I'm glad to be, you know, uh, part of the fact that we do represent them here on, uh, on DV Radio, man. Yeah. I'd- so it sounds like that, that trip you did out there to Montana is actually uh, beneficial, huh? Oh yeah, definitely, man. I mean, it always has been. I mean, you know, we uh, we always talk about what other groups do, and uh, even today, I was looking at PTS dog stuff, you know. And it's just, I don't know, um, you know, one one group leads you to another, or especially, you know, uh, like if you're on Twitter, say, and you know, they give you the suggested uh, other users and followers to go after, and we become this like ring and network, man, this alliance, like knowingly or unknowingly, man. I mean. Uh, the, that's the only way I found out that I was uh, so close to uh, the author Betsy Ross, man. I mean, I saw her stuff, you know, great and online all the time, but to, you know, know she had a book and then to be on air with her here, I was like, oh shit, man, <laughs> small world. I mean, first I just went from being on Facebook and liking, you know, this, the DV uh, hats and shirts and then, you know, enjoying her uh, material to like, no shit. I'm on DV radio now and I got to talk to Betsy one day. What the <laughs> fuck's going on? I came from Iraq, back from Iraq and was able to run into these kind of people. And, you know, those with this kind of viewpoint, holy shit. I, now I know my place and, you know, in the States, in the world, whatever. I'm a DV. They're DVs. We all accept that we ride with it. Yep. You know, we're, we're cool with that. Yeah, I honestly cannot wait to see what becomes of your nonprofit. I, I know you've been you've been headed for that for quite a while and you're on the right track you know um i i love what you do um i love how you talk about things i love how you get on that personal level to the not to the extent where it's like here's all my feelings and emotions but um <laughs> So you can, uh, others can relate and be like, yeah, this motherfucker knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He's real. Like, like that kind of stuff. Um, so thank you for that. Seriously. Uh, I appreciate that as not just a soldier slash veteran slash radio host, blah, 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 that bullshit. But as a person, um, I think a lot of people lose sight of that. Um, and you don't. You don't talk about things uh, in the way that uh, many do. Um, when we, this shows a perfect example. Uh, when I brought up something, you didn't make it about you, but your experiences were uh, focused on to a, enough where somebody can be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy." You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Cause, cause I think, uh, uh, when we talk to people, it's like, man, you know, I'm having so much, uh, for example, back pain or something. Like, yeah. I totally know what you mean. So like for the last 14 years and you talk about you, right? Like you don't talk about the experience, but you only talk about you because you can relate and you don't do that. You do 
just enough to where people are like, yeah, he understands me. You know what I mean? So thank you for that. Um, I guess that would be called embellishment, I guess. I don't <laughs> But But thank I you. Know. Seriously. I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's nice that there are still people out there that can talk about their experiences without it being about me, 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 me. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, I never heard anyone say it that way. And I didn't, I was worried I'd been too selfish over the, no. even, you know, even by having the podcast, it's just, no, you just want somebody to say that, Hey, if I'm that, I'm this fucked up off of whatever, you know, used to be good and squared away, please, you can straighten up yours too. Well, I mean, and, and I don't want to bring we'll up nothing to. bad because you've talked about it before, but the podcast you've done with your wife. Now, a lot of people will look at that and say he's just wanting people to say, oh, I'm, I feel sorry for him. But it's not. Because if you listen to that podcast, if you listen to you and your wife during that episode, you bring up topics and let her talk about it, right? Like you let her say this is what the fuck was happening. Even though you give in your two cents and, and your perspective, it's not a, okay, I'm going to talk for 30 minutes and I'll only let her talk for two minutes and then I'll go back and I'll talk for 30 minutes and she can, like, it's not like that at all. And I, I think that really talks to who you are as a human being. And, and I really respect that because like I said, I don't, I don't think enough people do that in the world and it really bothers me. It really does. <laughs> Hey, bro, I'm sorry. You got it. Um, I can't be a hypocrite here. I felt so shitty about that episode that I took it down. Uh, well, and I, I understand so that. And I, I mean, if you think if you think I should, um, you know, just you just let me know. But personally, I, I, especially considering uh, you know, the, our campaign for DV against DV, I right. felt so well. Let me say this. I respect that you are man enough and she is woman enough to say if I can help somebody with what we went through then maybe it'll help us if we get on that track again you know what I mean um we all have bad days we all have shit that happens um I've got friends that's went through the exact same thing you guys have went through and it's not because you're a bad person sometimes shit gets overwhelming and you can't control it and I'm not going to sit here and lecture you because you're a grown man she's a grown woman you 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 figured out what you need to do etc but then you've got people that instead of taking responsibility they blame it on everything but them right and even though it happened to you and other things added on to it you as war dog we're like, it was me at the end of the day, right? Like, yes, I had all this shit going on and that one thing just added to it and then that other thing just added to it and the the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Like, that's what it was, right? Um, and then I've got other people that I know, I don't consider them friends by any stretch of the imagination. Um, they'll sit there and they'll make excuses day and night and they won't, you know, admit their wrongdoings, but they'll tell you about everything else, right? <laughs> so, if you want to take it down, that's all up you up to you. Um, but like I said, 
I feel like that episode was one of those, if my experience can help somebody else, I've done a good deed. You know what I mean? Um, and I respected it. I listened to the whole thing. Did I get pissed off at some points? Of course I did. I'm human fucking me. <laughs> um, I think anybody would. But if you listen to that whole show, like I said, you, you see who you are, you see who she is, and you worked through the, the, the shit that helped lead up to those happenings, right? So, I, yeah. like I said, you're a man, and I respect you for doing that because I don't know too many men or women that would sit there and talk about the things you did and at the end of it say, I am the one that done it. It wasn't, you know, some other fucking force, unseen force, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, Bo to War Dog, I respect you for that. <laughs> right on, man. I appreciate that. Right so, on, right on, right yeah, on. I did, I did take it down, like I said, but if you think it's okay with that, with that kind of brutal honesty, I will put it back up. I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. That's why I did it. I mean, Initially, it's just, yeah. If I was respect the man that keeps it real, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And like Bo said, you know, you're not pulling, you know, it was this person's fault or that person's fault. It was you and you owned up to it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Shouldn't I mean, be able to relate to that, but do. I've done some stupid shit. I'll be the first to fucking oh, yeah. admit it. <laughs> I've done shit I am not proud of in life. Um, and if somebody wants to bring it up, I'll tell you, yeah, I've done that. Um, I, like I had a lot of shit going on when my grandma was dying and I pushed people away. I was pissy. I was at, like, I was a whole different person during that time. Um, I probably said things to people and done things to people that I shouldn't have, which I know I did. And I've apologized since, but, um, I'll sit here and tell you a lot of it had to do with what we were going through. But on that same token, I, as Bo, I done those things like there's no excuse, right? <laughs> like I shouldn't have been that big of a dick to certain people. Um, and yeah, just, I think that is an episode that more people should do personally. And it doesn't have to be about domestic violence. Um, but just being real with things you've done in your past. And I mean, isn't that why we do this show though, to help others? Whether it's whether it's us just sitting here laughing for 30 fucking minutes straight because we're fucking children and we can't get off of a sex joke or some stupid ass joke. Right. <laughs> or it's us sitting here for 30 minutes being serious, talking about suicide, domestic violence, sexual abuse, like whatever. Right. Like, I think no matter what it is, as long as it's helping at least one person and you're not embellishing it and you're not proud of the actions you've done but you're proud of who you've become since and the fact that like i said you took responsibility for it i think it's fine i mean like i said you're not sitting here going yeah this is what i fucking done so what right fuck it like you're not that person <laughs> you're not <laughs> um so i mean maybe our listeners I don't know if our listeners have heard that episode. Shut the fuck up. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Fucking <Can> you <laughs> Um, I don't know if our uh, listeners have heard that episode, but if you guys know the, what what did you name that one? Do you remember? Uh, it was episode, uh, 
33. 33. Yeah, it's episode 33. I think it's the we, last one I did live, man. And um, I think we still yeah, have that up, there. don't we? I think so, but I might I'd have to look myself. <laughs> if you guys can find that episode and listen to the one we're talking about, it's him and his wife, Bordog and his wife. Let us know what your thoughts are on it. Should we keep it up? Should he keep it up? Um, let us know your honest answer. I mean, I'm sure he'd love your feedback. <laughs> Wait, can they access? If, I mean, if I, I took it down on my end, is it still accessible from the DV radio side? Didn't we put it up? I don't know if that was that one we put up. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, it's, it's okay though, but uh, I will. I'll, matter of fact, I'll get it up now while we're freaking talking. I'll, I'll just use the damn phone, right? To fix <laughs> what the fuck? Right? What the fuck? <laughs> I just can't use the goddamn phone. For you. We got a problem. Okay, so yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, um, though, man. I. I've been feeling shitty about that for a long time. No, what you man. guys just said tonight, uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, what, you, you open my eyes. Let me ask you this. Is it military sexual trauma? Is that the one you done? Is that it? Or is it was one that, before that? I, I did I did one on that. Uh, okay. that uh, the one that's after that would have been uh, 3033, which discussed the uh, the DV. So I took it down, like I said. So, but I will put put it back up. It's right after that military sexual trauma episode. Remember. <laughs> can't remember if you guys can find that war dog episode <laughs> let us no, know I don't, think they, I don't think they can access it bro because I, I at least i don't yeah i don't uh, know any of the places i tried to you know uh, the podcast places i you can't see it anymore okay okay but i will i will uh put but it yeah, I, again right now i mean like i said it's your personal choice me personally i think it's one that could help people um, it's all about man I just want someone to be like hey man I used to be this good guy squared away somehow the you know the skills and training I had taught you know it led me to do this and that and that and I'm, I'm not blaming anything on any kind of substances or anything I'm just saying if you ever found yourself trying to understand shit how right. I go from one way to how do I go from wanting to protect people from the bad guy to being looked at as the bad guy that's what the fuck I need them to, you know, relate, being able to relate to. That's all. Right. I got you. Um, while Sergeant Wardog just gets his fucking phone out and puts that motherfucker up, like he said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oink, how's your last three weeks slash months been? <laughs> Dealing with TRICARE. Fucking bunch of idiots. <clears throat> Seriously, they, they are the, the dumbest box of fucking rocks. I mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah. They have fucked up royally in the last month, to be honest with you. I mean, this actually started back in September. I was able to get in there and finally see a new care place. That was taken care of. But since September 2nd, they've been trying to get me to see a vascular surgeon for the uh, leg swelling. And long story short, yeah, they've sent me to places that don't exist, to doctors that don't exist at certain places. And then when they needed, like, the referral sent to them to find out exactly what the doc was wanting, they wouldn't get it to them in time, so they would cancel my damn appointments. And I mean, it's been a it's been a clusterfuck from hell. But finally, in December, we're finally getting to see the vascular surgeon. So, go figure. But yeah, other than that, last couple of weeks, uh, you know, like I said, right there before Thanksgiving, I ended up in the ER myself, not feeling well. <clears throat> Had a just a weird fucking sense of uh, dread, like something was totally fucking wrong. So, you know, and I was had the chills, the shakes, couldn't keep anything in me liquid wise. So we're like, yeah, let's go to the hospital. So same thing like you, you know, they tested, did a CT scan, didn't find anything in there in the brain. 
uh, didn't find a brain for that matter, but that's, that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> so, so they did the CT scan, blood work, COVID test, all the other shit, and everything came back negative. They couldn't find anything. So after about six hours there in the ER, got sent home and I came back home and like, kind of like everybody else, you know, I just shut down and went up to the bedroom and stayed up there for a couple of days and just hit out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause I remember when me and you were talking about you getting sick. You felt real anxious and all, and it's funny because me and my mom had the worst fucking anxiety. Like, no matter mm-hmm. what I'd done, I don't music shows. Like, no matter what I'd done to get that anxiety to go away, no, it didn't. It got worse. And yeah, and see, I've never had that. You know, yeah. I've never, you know, luckily, knock on wood, whatever you want to call it, never been diagnosed with any kind of like PTSD or anything like that. You know, and. To have that sense of fucking anxiety, like you said, that that sense of dread come over you and you're like mm-hmm. shivering, shaking, puking. And it's like, uh-huh, this ain't right, guys. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yes. yeah, we made a trip and they, they did all these tests but didn't find anything wrong. And we basically took a week off of work. And when I came back, I still wasn't 100%. I don't think I still don't think I am. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, you press forward, keep going. I've done public speaking for. 18 years, 15, 18, somewhere in there. Um, and I always get some sort of anxiety no matter what, you know, before a show or whatever. Um, but this type of anxiety, like you said, man, it was just, it was a weird anxiety. It was a weird anxious feeling. And like you said, it was a sense of dread and like everything was heavy. I know that sounds stupid to some people that are listening, but Everything felt so heavy to me. Um, I even taking a breath was exhausting, and that sounds stupid, like I said to some people listening. <laughs> but when I would take a breath, I was like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" Kind of deal, like, "Oh, yep. oh fuck," like that. You know, like when you get really nervous. For the listeners that are listening, I'm trying to explain it to you. When you get really nervous or you got a real bad adrenaline rush and you try to take a breath and you're you you get a sense of tunnel vision almost. That's how bad this was. And I I get anxious a lot, but I have never gotten anxious on that level. And it sort of scared me. And I'm not one to get scared with my medical conditions these days. <laughs> I mean, I've come close to death how many times? Um, but it was just, whole, and my mom, she said when she was driving, uh, it it got really bad. It got to the point she'd have to pull over and, and sit there for five or ten minutes and right. let it try to calm down, which it really didn't. Um, but she went out, oh, they Saturday, she went out like Tuesday or Wednesday. And, she's, and I asked her how she felt when she got in. And she said, I was not like I was yesterday. She said, I didn't have that anxious feeling at all. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. I'm right my last probably you. were a good, I think I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. with the shivers and the shakes and everything. And then just couldn't go back to sleep. And I think I, think I made it to the hospital at about seven 30, but yep. yeah, it was, it was fucking crazy, dude. It was yeah. one of the, like I said, weirdest things I've ever felt. Yeah. It's like I said, I've, I've had some, some really fucked up anxiety ridden moments, but that right there, I don't want to feel that again in my life. Like, ever. <laughs> nope. Like I've, I've wrecked, I've fell, I've been shot at, I've been in fight. Like you name it. I've probably been through that fucked up anxiety moment, 
But that right there, nope. Not again. Please don't. <laughs> I, I got married for fuck's sake. You can't have more anxiety than that, right? Yeah, you can. <laughs> this this past fucking sickness I did. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know what the fuck it was. I I feel like it was a flu strain. I'm not sure. Like I said, I, I've not felt like that since when was H1N1? 2009? Yeah, so, and we got the shots that summer in Iraq before anybody in America got it. So, I've not felt that way 10, 12 years now. So, <laughs> a pretty fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, you guys might see from here on out a somewhere in our descriptions on everything for DV radio that it was edited by monkey balls media. And hopefully next week we can tell you more about that. Um, you'll see some stuff coming out here and there over the next few months, hopefully as long as, you know, time allows. Fuck time. <laughs> we don't go to the hospital again. Right. Um, <laughs> hopefully next week as well. Uh, somebody is going to be joining us. Uh, on a regular basis again that hasn't been here in quite a while um i told oink earlier i was like i sort of kind of secretly sent them some stuff so hopefully they can be on next week um <laughs> so yeah it's it's been a minute since this person's been on we've been trying to work things back in but life and life just didn't allow it uh but some some stuff has changed and hopefully war dog can meet this person because i don't think you've ever met them i don't want to say i'm on on the air right now because i don't want to give away this the surprise <laughs> um but I'll, I'll tell you after the show um but uh the me and this person have worked together how long now like i know it's before you came on but i guess yeah, I mean, it's been, geez. It's what, been about the full six years, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. They trained me with a lot of stuff, and then we've been working collaboratively for the rest of the time. So I think the listeners will like it, um, hopefully. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> um, maybe I can put something together to to bring them back on um all right red sorry that uh you know we've been dead for the last month um fucking zombies fucking walking <laughs> dead i've been the sitting dead the shitting dead is what i've been um <laughs> uh good night red uh glad you can make it um be safe out there red or is it ref <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that's mrs fesker there she knows <laughs> oh, my oh my god uh mayhem's in the night good old mayhem i'm sorry that uh dv6 guardian angel <laughs> more than that from my understanding <laughs> shit it's a good thing that mayhem is around because let me tell you what if they tried to get me in the last three weeks nah what happened? The six would have been left in the middle of bumfucked Egypt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, we got a lot of stuff that we're working on. I'm sorry that we've not gotten any of it out between 
the state of the world, uh, losing hosts and people, you know, being dicks and fucking us over. <laughs> um, hey, quick question, quick question, Bo, as a creator. Yes, right? I can barely hear you, but yes. Quick question as a creator, right? Yes. <clears throat> Which is better to have many different projects going at once, <laughs> but not completing them all, or to knock out, you know, one project thoroughly with the, everything you've got, but, you know, as you said, just that one particular project at a time, which could, you know, space things out, uh, you know, time-wise, if you're going in su- succession or whatnot. So I'm not laughing at you. Um, I'm laughing at the question because, believe it or not, Betsy Ross and I, right before I got sick, were talking about this exact thing, literally. Um, as you know, I write, I do audio, I do video, I do images. I have a, I, I have entwined chaos. Um, and Betsy, she has a lot of writing projects going on. Um, so... There's no real right answer, and I'll tell you why. As a creator, in any form or sense of the the definition, right, whether it's painting, writing, audio, video, visual, anything, most creators are constantly wanting to create something, whether... Something somebody said triggers something. A video you watch triggers something. A scene you see while you're walking down the street triggers something. Something in your backyard triggers something. Uh, Something that you do triggers something. Automatically, as a creator, the wheels start turning, right? I, for me, because I am somebody whose brain never shuts the fuck off ever and by that i mean it's constantly fucking telling me i have to create something and it's annoying as motherfucking anything in the world (laughs) on that same token for me as a creator it's good because i could be like i'm creating a i'm creating a video for a new dv radio channel right now right while I'm creating that, it'll muster something for something else I'm working on. And I can take that idea and either write it down or stop what I'm doing and incorporate it into the other project that I'm working on. Whereas some creators, they have to finish whatever they're working on then and there. Whether it takes 10 minutes or it takes 10 months. They can only focus on that one thing. Now, they might get other ideas during those 10 minutes or that 10 months, but they'll write it down and then they'll come back to it because that one project, that's all their focus. It's all on the individual, honestly. Um, Being the person that I am, I have to have more than one thing going on at once. I have to. I've tried focusing on one aspect or one project, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Um, (laughs) Usually when I'm working on a website, I'm working on multiple websites. 
no joke. When I created the DV Radio, DV Farm, and DV current websites, I literally worked on those at the same time. I had one up in each tab, and I was working on each of them. Because I wanted to make it so the nonprofit looked professional, but you know we're on a budget. The DV is just the gateway, but I want it to have the same feel as DV. DV Radio, you got to listen and chat, but you also got to see all of our partners and our family and all that. So I had to like, as stupid as it sounds because it doesn't look like it, they're all off the same template. They really are because I created a template and I molded each uh, company website off of that template. Now, if I'd done it individually, I'd still be working on those websites. Um, <laughs> that's just how my brain works. Like, so it's, it's really individuality uh, as a creator. I've seen some, like I said, they'll focus on one project and that's it. And then people like me, you've got 15 going on at the same time. So I, did I answer your question? Oh yeah, I'm actually that, that. That was my point. I'm more of you know, like you, you and Betsy said, that you know, uh, having many going at once, and then you know, gradually get into them all. Uh, so I, uh, I totally agree. I just wanted to know oh, okay. if I was uh, screwing that up or not, or if you felt. Um, it, uh, well, that's the that's the best thing about being a creator, right? Like it's like anything in entertainment. It's subjective to the person that's creating it right so best example i can think of think of a musician why do they come out with a track because they were working on 15 fucking songs at the same goddamn time right they didn't just sit down one day and write paint it black and then the next day brown sugar and then the next day satisfaction like more than likely while they were sitting there making paint it black it spurred another rhythm, right? And they wrote that rhythm down. Or they wrote this lyric down. Um, another example, musician, Eminem. He has a literal fucking box full of sheets of paper that just have words written down. Some words are two or three words on a piece of paper, and then other pieces of paper are one word, and he has a box, and he uses that. <laughs> And he makes raps out of it. I mean, so it's all it, it's all individuality and, and subjected to the creator, in my opinion. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I'm writing a book. I'm writing a television series. I do this. I do Entwined Chaos. i am got a media company. Like, <laughs> I, salute, I got, dog, salute. <laughs> like, I have a shit ton of things going on right now. Um <laughs> So I, let's see, I can tell you right now, one, two, three, I own five websites. None of them are DV related. I own five websites. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Good shit, bro. Good shit. And no, none of them make me money. For those listeners that are listening that think I'm rich out of my ass, I have no fucking money. <laughs> 
I am. Yeah, be careful. They're gonna come break in your house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally the epitome of the poor artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm creating a fucking book that's on like the 51st page. Not fucking finished it. I've got a fucking Wait, the television. Poor celebrity? <laughs> Do what? You're the poor celebrity? You're yeah. The poor on air celebrity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got a fucking television series that has one episode sitting in the Library of Congress and the other episodes are scattered on my tablet and my computer in fucking random bits and pieces. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. <laughs> uh, dude, it's it's crazy. Like, if I sat down and, and root down everything I have, I've probably got like 50 projects going on right now. No joke. If you don't Somewhere mind, between 30 and 50 projects. Give me a little short talk about uh, how you... Cause, um, I know you that you know how copywriting works, and then I told you recently I trademarked, you know, like the web series uh, TV, <laughs> and I trademarked my name, right? Because uh, there were other people, you know, using that type of shit. So, uh, how do you? What's your experience with all with copyright and trademark, and, and you know, with all the media you work with, until like a short synopsis of it? Because I just want, I always wanted to know. As far as like people stealing shit or. No, like, uh, like when do, I, I don't know. Just have you had to, uh, how, how do you apply here when you protect your, the, your content oh. for DB radio well, and, you know, have you ever had someone trying to bite off this, our stuff here or well, you know, anything? The good thing about what we do, um, technically speaking is it's all copyrighted because we created it right now, literally. Right. So we created this, um, People can steal it all they fucking want, but we could sue the fuck out of them. Um, <laughs> what's trademarked is the logos you see, uh, DV Radio, DV, DV Farm. Copyright, it's a work of art. It's an original piece. Um, and that's another thing that's so fucking stupid. So for Entwined to Chaos, the logo trademarked but I can't technically copyright our work but technically it's copyrighted because I created it or my business partner created hers um, and it gets stupid because of the way the laws are um, and the best way I can explain it is is your artwork original? And I, when I say artwork, I mean anything you create, right? Um, and by original, can it be distinguished from something else? So let's say I create a piece and I call it Iron Man. Literally Iron Man. Now, just because I call it Iron Man doesn't mean I'm infringing upon Marvel's rights. But is it distinguishable in the fact that just because it's Iron Man is the product the end user sees clashing with Marvel's rights. If the answer is no, I'm good. Marvel can't do fucking shit. <laughs> if not, and somebody goes, oh man, Marvel must have created that. I wonder if I can go to Marvel's store and buy it. 
which is a fucking stupid thought because Marvel doesn't have a store. But if somebody thinks it's a Marvel merchandising piece, then yes, I could be sued. Um, a really good example of that. So I think it was Kanye last year or 2019. He decided to go trademark a logo that is very similar to, you guessed it, Walmart stores. <laughs> and I say it's stupid because his was black and it, it was their son, their son logo. Cause this, I call it a son logo. It's just fucking yellow rays. That's all yellow lines uh, as the Walmart logo. And his was black and it, I think his was smaller and more pronounced, whereas theirs is just like rounded fucking lines in a sun circle. And they like there was a big fucking discrepancy about it. Walmart was like, we're taking you to court. And blah. I think Kanye won because they were like, he's making a product and putting it on the product. You can't tell me that somebody's going to think your product is fucking Walmart. How many people know what Walmart's fucking logo is? Not too fucking many. <laughs> Um, but that, that's the kind of stupid shit you get into with copyright and all. Um, so for example, again, uh, the, the pilot episode for all scars, it's copyrighted because it's sitting in the library of Congress right now. And for the next 70 years, nobody can touch it except for me. Nobody. I don't care who the fuck fucking... Steven Spielberg could be like, I'm creating. No, you can't, Spielberg, because I own it. It's my name. Um, stuff like that is is really easy to do. Whereas some stuff, uh, Joaquin, Batai, Batai Woodworking. Uh, that That's a thing that's really stupid with copyright because, you know, he's making unique one-off pieces. Um, as long as he's got his brand on there, it's copyright. Don't have to worry about it. But he, he can sue somebody if they try to, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, copy his signature that he uh, emblazes on his pieces. It's so like, it, it gets really stupid, man. <laughs> so, is, I mean, just in terms of art, is each, are each of these I can't hear you. copyrighted? Uh, are each of these episodes copyrighted? And yes. And with each of with each of my own episode uh, podcast episodes, yeah, be copyrighted. Or would, would uh, does that mean anyone's YouTube video by their nature would be copyrighted because they created it? Right. So or, um, by law, and this is where it gets real finicky because digital law is always evolving, right? Um, I think there's a law. It's the Digital Acts Law. I want to say ninety six, ninety eight, somewhere in that time frame um where anything you as an individual create and put up as long as you have your signature whatever you want to call your signature whether it's your voice like we're using now or you know a watermark or whatever that is copyrighted as soon as it's there on the internet that's the short version the long version is It takes a lot of money to copyright a lot of shit. If you like, <laughs> like DV radio, since we are trademarked, but we use the same shit for each episode or create under DV radio, 
that's all our shit. Um, YouTube, that's another finicky place because uh, you have you get into the Creative Commons uh, copyrights, which is uh, you can do, don't even go into it all, bro. You've been no, here for days. No, you're Matter good. Matter of fact, <laughs> I don't even know why I got you on this subject, no, hey, but you know what? It did fill some time. That's what being in a damn rubber room would do for you. It just make you come up with fucking good things to talk about and understand. And I appreciate that shit, though, man. I'm sorry I took you so far. No, 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 no. But actually, Creative Commons is a thing that's becoming more of a thing. And the reason being is because nothing has entered the public domain since 1960-something. And that's because of Disney. Thanks to Disney, nothing has entered the public domain in 50 years. So you have people like us who create certain things and we release it in a public domain manner under a certain Creative Commons license. And that means either I want attribution in some way, shape or form. I don't want attribution or you give them some type of attribution in a short form, right? Like, so when you go watch a YouTube video and you look in the description and it says intro music by, and then there's the name and the, the of the artist and the song, and then there's a link. That's, I think, Creative Commons 3 or something. It, I, they've got like four or five. Um, and then there's other YouTube videos that just says name of the song, and that's it. And that's another Creative Commons. Um, but you didn't have to pay for it and they're not getting paid for it. So that's becoming more of a thing uh, in this digital climate that we're in, <coughs> um, which is good and bad. It's good because it gives more access for uh, up and comers, right? To sample things. Because back in like the 80s, 90s, everybody had the same samples Snoop Dogg, Ice T. End up all of them go listen to their shit from the 80s almost every one of them you can pick up little samples of other fucking songs by other artists because it was all right. the same and they were buying from the same people whereas today you have hundreds of thousands if not millions of people making samples and putting it out there for the world to use and I mean you can go do a search right now for creative commons or public domain samples. Guarantee you're going to get at least 10 pages on a search engine. Guarantee it. Um, so that's, that's good. The bad part is how many of those samples is getting attribution. Like how many of those artists for those samples are getting, you know, the uh the attribution that they deserve which i try to as much as possible um no matter what i use i try if i didn't pay for it if i paid for it go fuck yourself you got your money <laughs> um but if it's you know something that i think is cool that you know i i don't have to pay for and i use it i try to give that person some type of recognition right so it's good and bad depending on how it's how it's being used, I reckon. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, thanks for clarifying everything, man. Uh, especially, um, 
I mean, it wasn't just a, an out there question in this day and age. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure some other uh, veterans uh, are uh, creators in one way or another. So it's good that you, uh, you know, were able to spread that knowledge for us all. Oh, that reminds me, actually. There is some people out there that say they are dysfunctional veterans podcast. I don't know who the fuck they are. That's not DV radio. Yeah. I don't. What? Yeah, I came across that <laughs> shit a few months ago and I'm like, who the fuck are these people? It's some Navy people, I think, like a dude and a girl. I don't I don't know who they are. I think they're on the Apple's iTunes bullshit, which I don't use iTunes. So if you come across this functional veterans podcast, like literally those three words, it's not DV radio. They might be cool people, but they ain't DV. (laughs) (laughs) I have no fucking clue who they are. That's right. Like, I don't mind them using that, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you, you step on on my toes, motherfucker. You stepping on my baby. I've, I've run this shit for six years. Like, you, you touching my baby. I don't like that. Like, it's like, show me on the podcast where they touched you. <laughs> show me on the podcast where they touched your ears with their voice. <laughs> Oink, you still awake? I'm still here. Okay. Make sure you And still I found out, yeah, it, it's out there on Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we're going to give them a shout out. Fuck them. <laughs> Just the way you said that. It was like, yeah, they're Apple. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. Mm-hmm. They're there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're cool people or not. I just came up. I forgot what I had typed in, but it came up and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, didn't somebody else also create the actual Facebook page again? I don't fucking know. Using that name, Dysfunctional Veterans? Did they? Let me go check. Uh, you know, I don't know. Dis- I they see one. Well, I can't he even knows. spell Dysfunctional fucking Veterans, apparently. Dysfunctional. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I had created, Dysfunctional. Well, obviously, you got the closed group on there. Since I'm a member of that, that keeps popping up. I don't know. Yeah, there's one. There's, there's a one. shit ton of them. I don't. Yeah, it says DV original. That's some bullshit. They can't even spell original. O R G I N A L. Really? Seriously? Some people. It's none of our shit. <laughs> nope. I can tell you that. Better in humor. That's our shit. <laughs> DV radio. That's our shit. DV farm. That's our shit. <laughs> I don't know what the other shit is. DV blue. Who the fuck is that? My name is dysfunctional veteran blue. <laughs> 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 and he's got B-L-U-E in capital letters. <laughs> or she. It. Them. They. They. Yo, so I seen this fucking stupid video of this person talking about their pronouns. And like, you know, whatever. You know, I'm not against whatever you want to be called. But they literally just made up some shit. And they were like, Z's, Zers, Lurs, Purs, Curs, Furs, Nurs, were, And I was like, the fuck are What? What? Like, this isn't fucking Professor Xavier's fucking class for pronouns. Like, seriously right now? People are just making up shit at this point. There's one dude who says he's transgender, 
but he's gender fluid and he doesn't abide by he her pronouns except for goddess like I'm not joking he literally calls himself a goddess and it's so fucked up like I what <laughs> and they're getting mad at me because I don't know their pronoun I'm sorry I, like what <laughs> it's ma'am like I don't know what to do anymore just what's up <laughs> <laughs> can't even say dude anymore like what the fuck that's why you use fuckers start talking like fucking Britons the zebra done it what the fuck is a zebra like seriously I've never understood that why is it zebra and zed w-x-y-z no it's z motherfucker z there is no fucking word in the alphabet like <laughs> <laughs> and that pissed me off too when they done the whole alphabet thing H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P like you can't do that anymore it's H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P you can't even do the alphabet song anymore like seriously like what the fuck <laughs> that was the whole cool thing about kindergarten A B C D like that was cool now it's A B C D, E, F, like what? Like you can't even have fun with the alphabet song no more. I guess there's no more alphabet suit. I'm just talking about <laughs> Joe Biden's speech. <laughs> I've seen like five of them over the last two days and I'm like, what? And I love the excuse for him being sick. It's okay. He's been tested. Yeah. You were also tested and you're the perfect example of negative outcomes or what negative results, whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah, but we've had him tested and you're not answering my question, bitch. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Jesus Christ, we're going on a tangent. Not when I go on a tangent because I don't want to. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys ready for Christmas yet? Sure, man. Uh, I love it. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had this discussion hey, working. Well, tonight. I mean, you don't want me to. You don't want me to give you the true dysfunctional veterans answer of oh fuck no, man. What's wrong with you? It's another one of those damn days to make noise when you know we could be used to being deployed, not hearing shit, having a birthday or whatever, and, not, and just being used to it as another work day in the military life. <laughs> that's great yeah sure man I'm cri- yep mm-hmm. that thing that yep uh huh see that's <laughs> shit <laughs> shit that's what I'm talking about man <laughs> oh, dude it's 71 degrees in my room right now what the fuck what the what the fuck December 4th 2021 71 degrees in Bo's room holy and I don't even have the heat on Holy fuck. Fuck the world. Fuck the world. Fuck. Sorry. We have a degree up here outside. Eight. Eight. Just one. What do I keep hearing pop? Who's is that somebody's phone? I keep hearing. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Earlier I thought when War Dog was talking, because I heard it, I thought he was doing it going. 
Because <laughs> you had said something and like perfect fucking timing. You had said it and then and I was like, dude, what, what, what just happened? Like sound effects? What? What? <laughs> like it was perfect fucking timing for whatever you said. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> it caught me off guard so much. I was like, the fuck's going on, dude? Oh, I'm looking at my, my, I'm looking at my acid trips. trips. So I had ordered a skateboard the other day because I'm cool like that. But it's a Johnny O skateboard and it's pink and it's got Johnny Knoxville's face and Steve O's face and it's a cartoon drawing and I'm looking at it and Knoxville signed his name with a heart beside it and it sort of makes me like feel weird. Because I've never had an autograph with a heart on it. Like, I've got a lot of Steve-O autographs because it's funny. He writes his name and then he draws a dick coming. I'm not joking. He draws a dick coming when he autographs shit. I got a book. I got two skateboards and some other shit. And he's autographed. It's got dick. And it's coming with his name. But then I got Johnny Knoxville. And it's Heart Knoxville. And I'm like... Why would you love your name yourself? Like, who does that? (laughs) And what makes it worse is it's a pink skateboard with a heart in Knoxville. Like, who the fuck would have thought that Johnny Knoxville puts a heart beside his fucking name when he grabs it? Like, what the fuck is my world coming to? Oh, my God. What am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my money? It's blowing it all on fucking stupid autographs. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> my mom did hang up some Christmas shit on my door. A little penguin with a little Santa Claus hat and some fucking tinsel and bells. It's like, yeah, you had to fucking put bells up there. And now fucking Scooby is all like, ooh, bells every time they fucking ring. That we, I can't put bells in her cage anymore. I can't. It gets that bad. She gets that bad. She'll sit there, dude, for hours, knocking the fuck out of them bells and will not stop. So she doesn't get bells anymore. We do have this one thing that we put in there every other week. I don't know what it's really called. I can't remember the name of it. But it's got these little round things on a a string, and she gnaws at it and pecks at it and shit. Excuse me, and where you just tie it to the cage, she grabs it and she like swings it back and forth on the cage. So like one night it'll be all the way at one end of the cage, and then the next night it'll be at the front of the cage. And it's like, make up your mind, where did you want it? <laughs> and I'll watch her get it, and she does like a dog with a fucking stuffed animal, and she like grabs it and, and like throws her head back and forth, but she's not going. Err, you know, she's a fucking bird. She barks. That's what she fucking does. And I'm like, you're a fucking dog now? Like, seriously? She coughed this morning trying to get my attention because, like, I can walk over there and do some shit or something. I don't know if you guys have ever heard her cough, but it's fucking hilarious. Like, it's like... (laughs) It it, literally, if I can record it and show you guys, I will, but she always knows when we're doing something, I guess, like that. But it's so fucking hilarious. Because if you don't pay attention to her, she starts coughing. 
and my mom can hear her coughing all the way in the living room. That's how loud it is. Yeah. So that's great. But her bark is so cute because she's like, rip, 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 rip. <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious because she can't really hear the barks in here. And so when Yogi barks, it does. It sounds like that. So she mimics the fuck. <laughs> Especially when my mom comes in from like the store or something. The dogs bark because she's here. And, and Scooby will like come out of her house or get up on her perch. Like, stop. Just fucking stop. Got enough fucking dogs barking. I don't need a fucking dog with feathers barking. Like, it's fucking. Oh, another thing she's fucking started doing. So we got her a little fruit bowl, and that's like her little calm the fuck down bowl, essentially. Um, if she wants fruit and that bowl's in there, she'll go to the bowl, she'll pick it up, and she'll drop it. And she'll do that five or six times. And if you don't recognize it, she'll pick it up and throw it out of its little holder and let it drop to the fucking floor of the cage until you get her some fucking fruit. And I'm like, you little bastard. But this is the kind of shit I put up with on a daily fucking basis. <laughs> I couldn't script this. I couldn't. There's no way. <coughs> couldn't. But, yeah. I don't know. I think we should end it before, you know, people are like, God, shut the fuck up and talk about something relevant. There is nothing relevant. It ain't COVID or fucking something else. Right? I was just thinking. Politics. I mean. Shut the fuck up about politics. (laughs) Cue up John Rich's song. Was that the name of it? I can't remember. Yeah, shut up about politics. That's it. Shut up about politics. He didn't say fuck. Although I'm sure he wanted to. Well, Um, I'm sure. I wish we could get it. Go over and download it now because 10% of that goes to Fools of Honor. Yes, it does. Yes. I wish we could get him on the show, to be honest. I know. I've tried. Everything I've seen said, you know, you got to pay for his coming on. I'm like, fuck off. I don't think we'd have to if we could get to him. That's the thing. Yeah, getting to him, I think. Yeah, because everything goes through somebody. And that was the part that pissed me off about uh, Lee Ermey. I'd sent an email, and I got an email back, and it was the fucking template email of, Thank you for contacting all the you know, mm-hmm. like, um, Not getting him on the show. And about a month later, he died. And I was like, oh, that's great. So, but yeah. Yeah, but the only one I ever had luck with going through somebody, <laughs> go figure, was uh, Charlie Daniels, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah, because he, uh, he did a free concert there at Mountain Home. He's passing through, obviously going to Portland or Seattle or someplace. He's going down so to he Georgia. <laughs> so he actually was you know, stopped in there at the base and put on a free concert for the, the airman and everything. Well, shortly after that, we PCS up here. And of course he's playing at the state fair. So me one night, of course, with little pops with the soda on, you know, foam on top decides to <laughs> write his publicist. So, Hey, he's come to the state fair. I want to re- you know, recognize him for doing that free concert and give him a couple coins, military coins. I didn't think it was going to happen, but a couple months later, they're like, yeah, we have uh, two meet and greet passes at the, the purple gate or whatever to pick up and the night of the concert. Like, well, I got two kids. All right, there's four. <laughs> Shit, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually got to go meet Charlie. Cool deal. Maybe we can get some people. I, we have connections. Some of us have connections, but I don't like asking for favors. Like, 
I don't. Um, I could get a lot of famous people on, but I'm like, dude, I don't want to be that guy. Like, <laughs> I don't like people doing that to me. I don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't. But I might have to suck it the fuck up and start doing it. I don't want to, but I might have to. Um, if we can get uh, some veteran wrestlers on triple threat that, you know, me, like, and uh, Tattoo, certainly get them on. That would be fun. Heck yeah. There's a few that I really want to get on, but I don't know if I can get in touch with them or not. I've got a few wrestler friends, but again, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> be that guy, that Navy guy. Yeah, it's like, oh, here comes Bo again. What the? F- who's he want on his fucking show now that he's not going to pay? because <laughs> i know that's what people think when i send them an email i'm like hey could you be on our podcast or our show or whatever the fuck we're doing i've reached out to a lot of people for dv against dv and none of them's contacted me back and that really pisses me off like big time <laughs> it really does like some of them i understand but others i'm like you talk about wanting to talk about this but yet you don't want to talk about this when you have an outlet. Okay. Okay. Uh, one that I really want to try to get on TV against TV um, is Jake the Snake Roberts. That's one I think a lot of people need to hear that story. I think most people need to hear that story because that story... Yeah, that's all I will say. If you if you have seen Dark Side of the Ring and Jake the Snake uh, episode, you'll understand why. If you've not and you can go watch that, if you can obviously you know take take that type of uh, emotional ride, I guess is the uh, terminology. But uh, there's some stuff that happened to him and his sister and his brothers and it's just like wow like I understand why you done drugs and drank the way you did like I understand completely you know so oh man it's anyway anyway Kevin grew up to be Jigsaw and nothing will change my mind Kevin McAllister from Home Alone just say <laughs> all right well war dog any last thoughts for our listeners that might be listening tonight or on podcast yes um <clears throat> as much as possible try to get through this next week made by uh, maintaining your uh, composure while you're around civilians don't let anyone uh cause you to fly off the handle to uh, do anything, you know, any more unnecessary than you would have to. Yes, we know civilians piss you off. You know your motherfucking nerves. Hey, um, just keep yourself out of the trouble so that next week we can uh, talk and laugh about it, though, all right? Salute. True that, homie G. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um... Oink. I was just saying, though. <laughs> no, no, I don't know why I said homie G. It just came out. 
And as soon as soon as the words started to come out, it started to laugh. It just happened. I don't know. Dude, it's been a long fucking month. Because I am a homie and I am a G and I am a DV. Do you see how all this shit applies to me at the same time? You Wait, know what I mean? It's like you alias type of shit going on. You should have done it like G. You should have been like, I'm a homie. I'm a G. I'm a DV. Like, <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! That's the title of the episode right there. That's the title. Oh, hey, that might be a theme song. Yeah, we need to uh, trademark. I'm gonna get some rappers to make a song off of that. Yes, I am. I'm gonna reach out to some of these SoundCloud guys. I'm say, can you say that again, bro? Oh shit! I'm a, what? How did, how did you say it again? Real time rewind, real quick. <laughs> I don't know if I can now or not. <laughs> you laughing too hard. I didn't expect it to come oh, out God. that good either. <laughs> so Snoop, Snoop, he was like, yeah, homie G. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, um. What's the one that Dre done where it starts out where it's like, dun, 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 that one. Oh, him and Eminem? Yeah. Is it the one? What's the name of that song? It sounds. You better lose it, I think. No, 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 no. The other one. The other one. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I hear the fucking melody. Like, it would be sick to do that with that melody. That's what it was. I'm a homie. I'm a G. I'm a fucking D. What did you say? It was something like that. No, I was I'm like, I'm a G. I done I'm it a like homie, the I'm a G. I'm I done a, it like the G unit thing. I was like, I'm a homie. I'm a G. I'm a DV. There you go. I made him do it again. Hey, shout out. Sounded better though. Around the world. I knew I drew you in on that. I made him do it again. It sounded better while I go though, because my stutter was better. Okay, give me one more. Come I on, that feels too I dope. I, I like that. I like that. that's gonna be my ringtone. <laughs> you gotta roll that D, man. <laughs> yes. You gotta roll the D yes. and give it to her with the V. <laughs> okay, that went too far. <laughs> Oh, please title this episode appropriately. <laughs> You've been trying to blame me for certain things that came out of my mouth by accident. Um, but, you know, we're funny, so this one, this one's all on you, sir. Don't need to hear from my black ass. I, I loved that one, dude. I loved it. And what, what bothered me about that is every time I would spell out ass, it would take away the S's. And I was like, what the fuck? It can't be that long. Then I figured out they were censoring it, so I had to put the fucking money signs. Like, God damn it. Hey, man, as a matter of fact, what's up with grown-ass man or marquee so we could uh, increase the, uh, oh, so, the demographics and whatnot? Because, so, I, I mean, people already know once they saw that title. They so, knew, yeah, oh, shit. They didn't know before. They know DV Radio is now very, you know, uh, uh, race friendly and whatnot when you just well, see a title like that, right? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> so a few months ago, I'm sitting here one morning and I hit up Marky and I was like, I got a perfect podcast and name. And it'll be you, grown man, and word all. And he's like, what you got? I was like, you three 
and we'll call it the dark side of DV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I, I would fuck with that. I could have fucked with that. What happened? He was like, no. <laughs> Oh, he, he, he laughed. He laughed at it, and then he was like, "No." <laughs> but I—that's how my brain works, man. I was just sitting here one morning. I forgot what. I think I was watching some stupid movie, and I'm—I'm I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, "All right, this is a stupid movie, right?" So I sat here and I got my talent out and I was like, hey, I got a podcast that we could do. And I sent it to Marky. He laughs and he goes, no. I was like, why not? I was like, it explains the whole show and the host. I was like, we're race friendly. And this is how my fucked up brain works, dude. Like, like, if I'd said that to anybody else that I know in my life outside of military people, they would have been like, wow, you really just said that. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oink, did you say anything loud? Like, did, I don't remember. <laughs> Closing thoughts? No. <laughs> We got the we left the- too much of your rap uh, version there. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, folks, one uh, one holiday's behind us. Uh, we've got another one coming up, and uh, unfortunately, not some, not a lot of people are, rephrase that, some people do not like that holiday for whatever reason. It uh, reminds the folks that they lost or whatever. So if you need to talk to somebody, definitely reach out. Uh, don't sit there at home by yourself and and pitying your thoughts, you know, don't let those demons get to you. So if you guys need to reach out and talk again, we've already talked about at the beginning of the show, you got objective zero 22 on the battles and distress, the crisis line for crying out loud. Just don't, uh, don't let those demons take over. So if you need help, reach out. We do care about each and one of us, each one of another, you know, other veterans. We care about you. Y'all talk about me getting tongue tied. Listen to oink. I know. Tell me about it. That's why I sat here quiet all night. He's not not even reading the script this time. He's just saying his own thoughts. Tell me about it. You caught up in those things all the time. I forgot what we were. Me and my mom were talking about something yesterday. And out of nowhere, she done this like, I know we've all done it. But she done it and just didn't miss a beat going back to what she was saying. She was talking in the and then she continued and I was like, wait a minute. Are we not going to recognize what the fuck you just did? Like, really? <laughs> like, like you give me shit on fucking tongue tied and you sitting here fucking read blah, 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 and then go right back into what the fuck? No, mama. Hold the fuck up. Like... <laughs> and i can't i can't remember what it was something sort of kind of serious but not too serious and she just and just kept and i was like whoa hold the fucking bus back up like (laughs) it just it it got me caught off guard like because my mom normally would have laughed her ass off had to go piss come back still be laughing and try to finish her sentence that's how my mom works (laughs) that's why i was just like whoa Hold the bus. You sit like. <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, I don't have any uh, invoking thoughts to put upon you all this evening or morning or afternoon, whatever you might be happening to listen to this podcast. Uh, 
But as Oink and, and War Dog has said, uh, we got through Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas is upon us or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate. Um, so try not to let the negative thoughts uh, pull you down. Try not to let the negative thoughts pull your actions and your emotions down along with your friends and family. Um, if you do need to speak or help in any way, reach out to somebody. Don't be ashamed. Man or woman, I don't care. A veteran, civilian, active duty, it doesn't matter. Um, I know uh, we, we joke and carry on, but at the same time, there there is some seriousness to this. So <laughs> reach out. If you need to holler at Oink or War Dog, myself, uh, Six, Google, Nevermore, JJ, Marquee, Grown Man, find our info somewhere. You, you can hit us up. Had somebody hit up uh, the uh, radio page a few weeks ago. Um, dude wanted to talk to me on a personal level. And I, I told him to hit me up in the email. So we talked about that. Um, this week is Crohn's and Colitis Awareness Week. I hate that word, but I posted about it and the amount of people that have that or some form or variation of that. I'm glad you guys uh, felt comfortable enough to talk about it. Um, it's, it's a, it's, we all have struggles at the end of the day. Um, no matter how small or how big uh, it seems it could be way fucking worse. I know people hate hearing that, but it can always be so much worse. It really could. Trust oh, me. All veterans understand that shit. Right. Um, and, and, and I don't want to see you guys struggle, but we all struggle. But on that same token, again, reach the fuck out. Find somebody you're comfortable with. Like I said, get in a group. If you're not comfortable with just letting loose on one person we got the discord server uh where a lot of you are at but you really don't want to interact when we try to it's it's the same people interacting and i thank you mayhem amazon gur uh a couple others um that that's supposed to be your outlet um yes you have to abide by discord's terms and conditions and all that but it's it's for you guys more than it is us um hopefully uh, we can get over there and do some quote-unquote stages, I think they call them now. Uh, and we can just have fun and, you know, maybe talk to a few of you from time to time uh, in the near future. Those won't be, be recorded. It'll just be us shooting the shit with you guys. So uh, if you can get over there, do it. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you have any ideas or, or want to do something with dv radio or have somebody you want to be on dv radio tell them to contact us <laughs> or if you have an idea or a show that you want here on dv radio contact us info at dvradio.net oink at dvradio.net and uh yeah maybe we can work something out um hopefully google will be back next week hopefully uh we'll have the return of some person next week uh i don't know we'll, we'll find out for oinkin sergeant wardog i'm boner Woods. you just heard barrett's harbor right here on wdvrdvradio.net until next week hopefully fucksicles bye-bye hit us up on facebook and twitter